Welcome to The Music Reel. I'm your host, Nicola Burton. And today, my very special guest I have with me is Rebecca Lemoyne from the Queensland Performing Arts Centre. Now, for us Queenslanders, QPAC offers our audiences this diverse range of cultural offerings, often from the world's leading artistic companies. And it's also the performance home for Queensland's leading performance arts companies, such as Opera Queensland, QSO, Queensland Ballet, Queensland Theatre Company, and the Queensland Youth Orchestra. So for us, you guys are a key artistic and cultural voice in the Queensland event calendar. And here we are, Rebecca, it's 2020. We've had no events since the middle of March. So we want to check in with you guys to see, number one, how are you going in lockdown? Well, thank you very much. It's great to be able to have this chat with you today. Um, we're going okay. Yes, as you mentioned, it was the 13th of March, Friday the 13th, as it turns out, we remember it vividly, um, when we first uh, stopped uh, all performances here. So since that time, as you mentioned, we haven't been able to um, welcome audiences into the building or importantly, welcome some of the wonderful companies that you mentioned and some of the independent artists that we love to have here as well. Um, for us, that's been very challenging. Uh, in terms of our staff, we've had to regroup and redirect uh, what people have been able to be working on and kind of imagine like everyone else what things might be like as we inch towards being able to open the doors again. I, I don't want to say the word unprecedented but it seems like it's the only word that we can actually use but I guess what I've really liked about you guys is your social media has kept everyone connected and engaged and entertained. Um, it's been incredible. I think what I've really loved is the Queensland Culture at Home program. Could you tell me a little bit about that and you know, how that came about? That came about really early on in the process, either the first week or the second week, as I recall. It was really um, a very much uh, our minister and the government were very keen to see a joined up approach, particularly from some of the larger state institutions here in the cultural precinct. So the gallery, the library, the museum and us here at QPAC and uh, our teams came together and it was a it was a very quick early response so that hashtag came about early um, and it was decided that if all of us, um, everyone was working out how to produce material at that point, everyone was caught as you know a little bit unawares um, particularly in live performance space not having a huge back catalogue of um, digital material and we can talk about that, <laughs> the challenges around that a bit later but it was agreed that if everyone kind of used this uh, blanket approach to building this hashtag Queensland culture at home that it would start to amass a kind of a hub or a portal for people to be able to engage with the sector while um, they weren't able to actually be here physically. I think it's been wonderful for people to actually have the ability just to you know check in every day and start scrolling through the QPAC Facebook and just it, it's been a great way I think for perhaps for you to engage with maybe some new audiences as well. I mean you staged the True North Queensland Day concert now, for a start, I don't know how you manage the logistics of that. That would have been interesting. But I guess tell me a little bit more about that, how that came about, how you managed to, I guess, meet the government requirements in terms of the infection control and, I guess, what the response was to that. Uh, it was 
interesting. So certainly, um, as you mentioned, it was on Queensland Day, so it was marking a you know a particularly significant day in the history of the state, and uh, the momentum and the kind of itchy feet in the industry to kind of come together to keep producing new stuff uh, was certainly gaining momentum as well. So we decided that uh, we would produce this concert to mark that day and to stream it out on that day. Um, it was certainly a challenge to meet all of the requirements. We haven't produced, well, certainly we haven't produced a concert in this way before. So it was essentially a manic three days prior to that streaming. So we had, we worked here on the beautiful stage in the concert hall and our fabulous technicians were able to make it look and sound absolutely fantastic. And all of those artists were wonderful um, and in their art but in their um, generosity and flexibility for working in a new way so we recorded them all individually over a three-day period so we could keep people apart and have the appropriate number of people in the building and clean in between and all of those things. Uh, look it was wonderful to watch it really was I think it inspired so many other people in, in the art sector to think okay we can reimagine how we bring our content and our stories to the public so you know kudos to you guys but now that we've done it you got you have transitioned into this virtual stage do you think that somehow there are opportunities that have emerged as a result of this lockdown that might change the face of how qpac delivers its shows from now on Yes and no. So firstly, in terms of the digital space, it's a really contested hot conversation in the industry around the world at the moment, whether delivering art for free via digital platforms is beneficial or detrimental to the industry in the long term. And, you know, there's arguments on both sides of that. Mm -hmm. um, for us, True North was an exercise in, as you mentioned, reaching new audiences, but also in terms of cross-pollinating audiences for existing artists. So people that might uh, ordinarily be an audience of Camerata, for example, sat and watched them perform, followed by Sorcerer or some other artist right after them that they might not necessarily come and see. Uh, so there's that side of the argument. There's also, you know, accessibility, reach, things that are produced uh, in a digital first format um, that there are advantages for. For us going forward, digital is a space we want to be in more. There are a lot of challenges for live performance in terms of rights and royalties that sit around that, but I think everyone around the world is trying to negotiate what yes. that might look like. <laughs> yes, all right, so here we are. Um, restrictions are starting to ease. What do you mm -hmm. think in terms of um, your live event calendar now? Do you think that there'll be any shows I mean, I know it's a question, what I'm crazy asking this question, but just in case you do, do you think that there's going to be any, any activity in a live sphere for QPAC for the rest of the year? What do you think? I hope so, but the likelihood of that fluctuates up and down each day, as does everything else in the kind of current environment that we're working in. Um, so we've got teams working on, um, you know, planning programs according to every scenario that may exist, whether we were working to audiences of 20 or capacities of 40%, or if we're able to actually open to full capacity by December, you know, and the eyes are on all the other industries um, in terms of where sport's going to advance to, for example, um, just in terms of, yeah, pressure on governments and existing will. But the other question for us also is how willing our audience is gonna be to come straight back. Um, now, all of our research indicates there's a certain um, section of our audience and a pretty sizable one that are just busting to get back here um, and to see something as soon as we're able to get it onto a stage. So I hope that that's the case. I'm personally hopeful and confident that we'll see live performance here before the end of the year, yeah. but it's, um, it's subject to so many variables that it's hard to say.
It is, but look, I can't imagine Christmas without your Nutcracker like performance. I can't imagine that. So we've got everything crossed that we can actually rebuild and recreate um, all of the, our industries, all of our arts industries across all the sectors. Rebecca, it's been great to talk to you today. I think you've given us a, um, a really good insight into what it's been like for our major event partner. QPAC to support so many avenues and so many levels of arts. We need to keep you alive because you are such a, a big part of our industry. So good luck with everything. We will be watching what you guys do online and having everything crossed so that there will be live shows starting before Christmas at least. So Rebecca, thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Nikki. I hope I can see you here soon. <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye.